0: Hey, guys. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. This show's about procrastinating. (laughs) I was just thinking of what to say. Uh, Yeah, so tune in. If you guys are ever held back from reaching your goals, something is stopping you from doing the hard thing, well, I got some motivation for you. All right, this is The Real Deal. I'm Sarah Riley. I'm a wife, a mom of three girls, and a successful businesswoman and I've been keeping it real since 1982. I'm not a self-made millionaire. Well, not yet anyways. I'm not famous, just a regular girl with big goals and a lot of drive. I'm extremely competitive, but mostly with myself. Okay, and my husband. Everybody, (laughs) I'm competitive with everybody, but I don't have to be the best, just the best version of me. This is the show where we keep it real on business, real estate, parenting, health, marriage, All the things. Nothing is taboo. This is real talk, real life, the real deal. All right. We're talking procrastinating today.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: We all do it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It gets the best of us. I used to be a really, really big procrastinator. But that was back when I had homework. You know, I think when you have a choice of what you want to spend your time on, um, it's different. When you're a kid... You try and procrastinate, but you really don't get to choose because your parents decide, right? What you can and can't do to some degree. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I, I really had a struggle with procrastinating, and I was looking back thinking, like, why was I such a, why was I such a bad procrastinator? Because mm-hmm. now I procrastinate, but I feel like on the right things usually. Um, then I think it's just that I didn't see the value in some of the stuff, like all the classes that I got really good grades in, were like. Business, DECA. (laughs) Like, (laughs) no surprise. You know, Mm -hmm. I felt like that was super important, but um, other classes, I guess I just didn't value as much. When you're an adult, though, you do get to choose. You get to choose what you spend your time on, you know, where you put the most value on things. And the ball's in your court. You get to decide what you want to do and if you're going to procrastinate or if you're going to eat the frog. Okay you guys all know that saying eat the frog. You know that saying? <laughs> no. You what? don't? It's okay, it just means Me like
1: Carly and I uh... know
0: that. You don't know that? No. Okay, well I'm going to enlighten I'm like, you. You're going to eat the frog. Yeah, you what? eat the frog because you eat the frog first rather than putting it off cuz you don't want to eat the frog. So you do all the other things and then the frog's just sitting there. No, you eat the frog first. You just do the hard things first because those are the big things that you actually need to be doing. You've never heard this? No. No. Is that because people don't want to eat a frog? Yes. Uh uh-huh.
1: it tastes like chicken. It's no big deal. Uh-huh. A, <laughs> a lot mean, of people actually. This like might be it. a raw frog.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh, it's not fried. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, that's what it means. <laughs> I'm so, <laughs> looking it up. This is There's actually a gym that opened down by me called Eat the Frog, which I think is genius because yes, eat the frog. Do it. Get it done. Go in and get your workout done. Prioritize the things that are important. Why are you laughing? Am I right?
1: <laughs> you are right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! As Mark Twain once said, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's the best thing to do first thing in the morning. And if it's your first job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. Right. So basically the end of it, it's like eating the frog means just to do it because otherwise the frog will eat you. Oh. Uh-huh. Meaning that yes. you'll just end up procrastinating the whole day.
0: I love it. My quote is just going on and on and it's so good. <laughs> I mean, Mark Twain's quote. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Footnote. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You're Good quoting you. Mark Twain. Wow. I didn't even know who I was Woo. quoting. Plagiarism at its best. You know.
1: <laughs> was, uh,
0: all right. But we all tend to choose the easy stuff first. That's the whole point of the saying, you know. We unconsciously do the simple things ahead of the things that we really should be doing because generally, the things that we're really supposed to be doing are hard things,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like eating a frog. <laughs> even though it might taste like chicken. I'm pretty sure you can get it like the bite of Seattle, fried frog legs. Yeah, we just, you know, we just procrastinate all of the hard things and it's so backwards on what we should be doing because those big things, the big hard things are the things that actually move you forward in life that push you closer to your goals, to reaching your dreams. You want to be tired from relentlessly chasing your goals. I want to be tired like, super tired from pushing myself, from stretching, from reaching further for my goals. I want to be exhausted from that. I don't want to be tired because I'm, like, laying on the couch watching Netflix. Because you know how tired you get from laying around? It's exhausting laying it around. Is. Yep. Right? Your, like, body, your mind is thinking because you're, like, laying there so long that you're, like, dying. You're comatose. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm so tired. You know what you need? Get up. Get up. Go outside. Get some fresh air. Go for a walk. Right? Because you don't want to be tired from being lazy. You want to be tired from striving for something big. If you want to live a life that other people only dream of, that you only dream of, then you have to be willing to work in a way that no one else is willing to work. You have to be willing to do the hard things and choose that. Because, yeah, we all work. I mean, yeah, we all work hard. We can all say we work hard, uh, a lot of people. And the fact is, is that a lot of times we're not working hard on the right things, you're doing busy work. Because unconsciously, we lie to ourselves about what we're actually doing and spending our time on. We well, you...
1: see that a lot.
0: Okay, we see it a lot. I mean, in running a business, in mm-hmm. being a mom, <laughs> and just people, knowing people, I mean, I see it all of the time. And it drives me crazy because you're just procrastinating. You're, you're pushing off the goal that you said you want. You said you want this thing. But how badly do you really want it? Because you say you're working really hard. But you're not working on the right things. You're not actually doing those things to get there. In business, like, you know, if it's lending, uh, you need to be prospecting. You need to be talking to clients and talking to agents. That is the most important thing you need to do every single day. And if you think that you're doing that, but really what you, you are, but you're being reac- or reactive rather than proactive, then you're not creating new business. You're not reaching towards your goals. You're just coasting. And if you want to work out, right, you want to get in shape and you keep putting off. You're like, OK, yeah, I'm eating healthy today. Um, Oh, I'm going to drink water. but I'm going to drink half the water, you know. I, I, I plan to work out. I got my gym bag in the car. I'm going to start tomorrow. I got it on my calendar. Yeah, yeah. You're not doing the right things. All you have to do is get your butt out of bed and do some crunches and go for a run around the neighborhood. I mean, you just have to start moving. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be something. You got to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Guess what, guys? If you think that you are working and it's easy, like what you're doing is easy, then you're not doing the right thing. The easy things are not getting you where you want to be. We're not designed to do things that are uncomfortable. Like our mind protects ourselves. So like when we feel like we're going to be pushing ourselves into like an uncomfortable area, you literally go into like. Uh, you know, a protection mode of uh, I'm going to make sure that I don't do that because that might be scary. And I'm totally comfortable right now in this what I know of being, you know, not reaching my goals financially or, you know, um, physically, because I know this reality. And so I don't want to be uncomfortable, that uncomfortable, because I don't know that uncomfortable. I'm cool. Like, being uncomfortable in my own skin right now because I'm used to this. Mm -hmm. But going to the gym and pushing myself and stretching myself, that's going to be a new uncomfort that I'm not really familiar with yet. And so you just like put it off. Yep. You procrastinate. If you want to make big, bold moves forward in your life and your dreams, you have to have courage. Because overcoming the fear of being uncomfortable or of not being perfect, maybe you're trying to do something and what's holding you back is the fact that you don't want to put it out there yet because it's not perfect. You're afraid of being judged. You're afraid of, you know, you just have this idea which we just talked about last week of perfection. Well, guess what? No one's perfect, and and no one cares. You just have to show up in some way, and then you can perfect it, you know, and work on it and tweak it. But if you never put it out there because you're uh, you have a fear of failing you know, because you want to be perfect. Well, guess what? You're already failing because you're not even there. You're not even playing the game. You're just watching other people play. Yep. You're on the sidelines. Get in the sandbox. No, you got to say get in the game. We're talking about games.
1: (laughs) 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 Toddler. I'm thinking toddler right now. (laughs) Carly,
0: sports. All I know is sports and car metaphors and not very good sports ones.
1: I was going to say, really?
0: Yeah, I do sports a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, you're never going to feel motivated to do the scary things, guys. You are only motivated to do the things that are easy. That's just life. Like, there's no amount of motivation that is going to make you run up a hill. You can't force yourself. Like, if you're waiting for, like, an outside source to come in and motivate, like, okay, I'm going to do that when, you know, I get, I get, like, an accountability partner. I get someone to push me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nobody's pushing your butt up the hill, man. You have to, like, be moving. Accountability partners and coaches, whatever, that's great. But they can't run the race for you. They can't hike that mountain. You're the one that actually has to put one foot in front of the other. And so there's no amount of um, outside motivation. It all comes from you making a choice. That's it. Because sometimes you can't self-motivate to do something hard. It's like you're never going to really talk yourself into it. So you just got to do it. Because hesitation is a decision, too. If you're waiting, if you're silent, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're not taking steps forward, you're hesitating on your life. That is a choice. That is a decision you're making. You can make a decision to get uncomfortable and just do the thing that you don't want to do. Or you can hesitate and wait and things will pass you by. Either way, you're making a choice. The people that make their dreams a reality aren't waiting for anyone or anything. They aren't waiting to feel ready. They just go because you're never going to feel ready. So the people out there that are living your life, you know, they're working in a way that you're not working. They're doing things the way that you're not doing them. They're not sitting around waiting for things to be perfect or waiting for someone to motivate them. They're just taking action and they're doing it because you're never going to feel ready. It's never going to be perfect. You're never going to be comfortable or fully motivated. You know, nobody likes to start a workout routine. No one. Okay, like everyone says, oh, I'm gonna start on Monday. You know what? Just start today. It doesn't ma- Monday doesn't matter. Actually, Mondays suck to start things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mondays suck in general. <laughs> I mean, I love Monday. Motivation Monday! Woo! <laughs> That's all you tell yourself. But the truth is, is that you, I mean, no matter how everyone says, oh, I've got this great routine and blah, 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 they do now, but starting is always hard. It is. So you just gotta do something, you know? It's like that saying. Okay, you know when you are when you get married and, and pe- you have those friends that are, like, planning to have kids? Yeah. Right? People plan for that. They do. They think they're planning for it. <laughs> uh, you're planning. You're like, okay, well, I'm going to wait until I got this much money saved and, like, I'm at this point in my career and, like, we have a house. And, uh, and you're, like, trying to wait for this perfect moment to start your family, to start your life. Okay. There is no perfect moment. And when you're saying that to people, what do people say to you? There's no perfect moment. And by the way, the kids don't care because they're infants and they don't care at all. They just want your love, mm-hmm. which you have, you know, ample amount of. So there is no right time. The, to- the right time is right now. There's no reason to wait for anything. The point is the time is now. If you're trying to plan for the perfect moment in time to start something in your life, then your life is passing you by yeah. and you're procrastinating on yourself.
1: There's always going to be something that you can figure out to put in front of it. Oh,
0: yeah. Or some reason why now is not the time. There's always something. Life has a funny way of doing Mm -hmm. that to you, right? So that's why it's your choice to make the time. You make the time right now. Starting is the hardest part. You know, talking about your dreams is so different than actually taking action towards your goals. Take action every day and then talk to me about your dreams. Okay? (laughs) Okay. Don't be one of those people that's just talking about having coffee over, chit-chatting about one day you might want to blah, 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 blah. I'm glad you're a dreamer. I'm a dreamer too. But then you know what? Get out your pen and paper, write down what you need to do to make that dream a reality and take action. And then talk to me about this dream that you're creating, this life that you're, you know, laying out for yourself. What I procrastinate on is the small stuff. Because I know from experience that the big things are what yield me the greatest reward. And so I do them first. Almost always religiously, I do them first. And then I procrastinate on everything else. I mean, it's not about this huge to-do list. It's about what is your focus for the day. You only can accomplish a couple things in a day, really things that are like pushing you forward. We can do a lot of little things or whatever, but are those things going to change our lives? No. There's like maybe one to three things you can do today that are going to be putting you in a position to be closer to their end goal. And so I do them first and I focus on what I want to accomplish for that day. And then I start my day intentionally. If you start your day <laughs> by like responding to people's emails. Okay. Um, Carly is testament because she knows she sees me like, it could be much later in the day that I'm actually like, I haven't even looked at my email yet because that is someone else's to do. When you're responding to someone else's email, when you're returning all these other phone calls, those are their agenda items that you're checking off their to-do list. Mm-hmm. That's not your agenda. Put, you know, everyone's job is different. In lending, things are really time sensitive. Yes, okay. Um, but I have a team, so the things that have to get done are generally getting done by someone else that are really time sensitive, or they're yelling, Sarah. There's something I need you on and I'm jumping in. Otherwise, I'm focused on the thing that I know that I need to be doing, the highest and best use of my time. And then if, okay, cool, you need check emails. I do too. But it's reasonable that you respond to someone in, you know, a one to two hour time frame. And sometimes you don't even need to respond that quickly. Sometimes it's, you don't even need to respond. Maybe there's someone else that can respond for you. Mm. But sitting there and going through your email first thing in the morning, now you're just reactive all day. Yep to what everybody else wants you to be doing rather than what you should actually really be doing. Just because your client emails you at 11 o'clock at night does not mean that at 6 a.m. now you need to frantically be stressed out about like responding to that. Okay, they're asleep right now because they were up till 11 o'clock. So you (laughs) can just go ahead and finish your morning routine and then at your normal scheduled time, like 9 to 10 was for me when I check my email, that's when I will respond to all the things. And then again, a few hours later. You feel so much better. Oh my gosh! Put those
1: things first.
0: Absolutely. You want your day to be about what you want it to. You want to be focused on, not about what everybody else wants you to be doing. Gosh, you'd be like running around backwards in life. I feel like you know, the morning is your absolute most productive hours of the day, anyways. So those should be used to do the things that are gonna really propel you forward. You know, maybe that if, if it's your morning routine and reading and journaling, setting your intention, focusing on. What you're going to do during the day. If you have calls to make, making them first thing in the morning. That's what you should be doing and in your morning. Morning is like, I mean, that's like primo time, man. You don't want to <laughs> give that up to anybody. We're so quickly distracted, though, by all the things, you know, that we should. If you can't see me right now, I'm doing air quotes. Should be doing, okay? Um, Like, you should be doing the laundry. Oh, you know what? Oh, gosh. I really need to organize underneath my bathroom sink. That's, I really got... You know, I have not organized my family photos in 16 years. I really <laughs> need to be doing that. Because we get overwhelmed yeah. by the pressure of, like, the, the big thing. And so one of our mechanisms to, like, protect ourselves is to find something else that we should be doing in that time, in that moment. But guess what? It doesn't matter. If you don't get to your laundry, hey, you know what? Do everything else that you need to be doing first. And then if your laundry is there tomorrow morning when you wake up, <gasps> guess what? Everything's fine. People still have clean clothes. The world's still turning. Nothing has changed whatsoever that you did not fold your laundry. But what might have changed is that you didn't make a phone call that could have been a connection with someone that could have put you in a position to open an opportunity to reach your goal sooner. You should not be doing organizing under your bathroom sink. That's the point. So that's not what you should be doing. You should be doing whatever is going to help propel you forward in life. Procrastination slows down your goals and dreams. Sometimes handicaps you from ever even having a goal or dream.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Working on your goals isn't something that you just do one time. You don't just like one day wake up and like, okay, cool. I like did something for my goals today. No. No. You're working on your goal every single day. Every day. You're working on something to push you towards your goals. Um... Okay. Are you a dreamer? Because being a dreamer can be really great, but it also can be handicapping you. I'm a dreamer. I have lots of dreams. I dreamt some things up this morning. I'm always (laughs) telling Carly my dreams. (laughs) Huh, Carly? Yeah. I'm like, guess what? I have this idea. She's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a difference between having a dream and actually having a vision and then putting it to paper. Because when you have a dream and you're... You can be a dreamer all you want, but sometimes your dreams are so big that you, they never, you never go anywhere. You don't get any closer to reaching them because you don't even know where to start. Yeah. You have to sit down and write out what you need to do to get to, the, to that dream or to reach that goal. And then what steps you need to take. Like It might not be a big step. It might be something really small, like micro steps. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. It's a movement. And you just have to know what things you have to do to get to there.
1: I feel like sometimes you don't know what you need to do to get there, but as yeah. long as
0: you're trying to move forward, yeah, you don't have to know like how you're gonna end up there because mm-hmm. like a lot of the things to get to there at the end are big. yeah, but when you start on the small things that you can control and you can do, then you start to figure it out and the, the things begin to fall into place. Mm-hmm. But when you are just thinking big and you don't you know break it down into stages, then you will. Eventually go nowhere because you're just wrapped up in like I don't even know I don't even know where to begin Because it's so
1: overwhelming
0: Yeah, you don't have to like make these huge leaps and bounds Every step does not have to be this huge leap and bound or a sprint to the end goal Forward motion is still moving you towards your future goal And you know it's like when you're walking or running I I tell myself this sometimes when I have to walk on my runs Like you're still going to end up in the same place whether you walk there or run there, you're going to get there eventually. It's just how long do you want to take to get there? So sprinting's not always the best thing because you run fast and you, then you get tired and then you rest a long time. And that, what's that little? Oh, my God, I'm going to use it. The tortoise and the hare. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That just came right into <sighs> my head. I'm just using all the animals today. The frog, the tortoise, and the hare. And...
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm at the zoo.
0: <laughs> it's true, though. It doesn't matter how fast you're moving as long as you're moving towards something. Sometimes we get so overwhelmed by all the things on our to-do list, right? We naturally just do the easy things first. And then what happens is those big things that you know in your heart and your mind that you're supposed to be doing, the big ones, they get pushed to the next day. Like, oh, I didn't call those people supposed to make that phone call I didn't do it Mm -hmm. you know uh, then the next day you wake up and they're on there and you put them off and you put them off and then all of a sudden you're creating all this stress and anxiety around something that you should have just done up front.
1: Yeah they get scarier and
0: scarier. Then eventually sometimes you don't even do them and it completely kneecaps you Mm -hmm. from moving forward. You're just done. You're like okay well I give up on that because it's too hard now I waited too long. Yep. Because you kept procrastinating. And you're creating this huge amount of stress and anxiety around something that, you know, just rip off the Band-Aid. Just do it. Eat the frog. You do it right away. (laughs) First thing. You don't want that frog eating you. I tend to be overly optimistic. I'm one of these types of procrastinators. And I am not afraid to admit it, okay? Um, (laughs) Because I'm self-aware. I know when I'm doing it. But um, I'm overly optimistic. I think that I can accomplish so much more in a day than there is actually time for. The difference is, though, I do the big things first, and I don't end my day till they're done. So, like, if I didn't do the two big things I needed to do, then I will work until those things are done because I know how important they are. But I generally am overly optimistic about what I can accomplish and how much time things are going to take. It drives <laughs> my husband absolutely crazy. Um, but that's me. I I know what I want to get done. I know what's important. So I do those things first because I know they're going to move me closer to the goal. But one thing I totally struggle with, and I'm sure he'll do too, is I always I feel sometimes like I'm going to work out in the, in the evening. I want to work out in the evening on my way home from work. And it almost never happens because I end up working late. Uh, and so then I'm not doing this one big thing that is just as important because it's my health and it's super important. Mm-hmm. That is why you do it in the morning. No matter what, I run every morning. So if I'm not, if I don't go work out in the evening, I ran in the morning. I know that I did that, but I want to be doing something more. So I needed to get it done in the morning. And that's being self-aware of knowing like, okay, what I'm doing isn't working. So I need to change because as much as we talk about like, oh, you shouldn't procrastinate. Okay, well, it's inevitable. We're all going to do it in some form or another because you're either a dreamer or um, you're overly optimistic. Um... Or you're a perfectionist. You know, there's a there's a bunch of different reasons why you procrastinate, and it. So you're gonna you might do it, but I'm going to tell you something right now. You weren't born a procrastinator. Okay, it's not a syndrome. You weren't born that way. <laughs> uh, you learned that behavior, and you can unlearn it. It's a choice. So it's just about being self aware. I'm procrastinating because of this reason. What trigger? What do I change so that? I'm not procrastinating anymore about this thing because it's important to me. Yeah, it's really that simple. You just can't take time to dwell on things so much, right? We overthink everything. Everything. We like write all these lists and organize all these things and think about it and you know pray about it and meditate on it and journal about. It. Cool. That's all great, but you know what? Just get out of bed in the morning and do it. Don't think about it so long. I just did this the other day. I was actually supposed to be doing preparing for my sales meeting that I was <laughs> I was procrastinating that because I know one of the biggest things and most important thing in my job is be always prospecting always be prospecting and I'm like I have to prospect even if it's for 5 minutes I'm doing that right now but what happens when you give yourself 5 minutes to do something we're going to continue to do it you start doing the thing you're like okay I'm only going to do this really hard thing for 5 minutes Prospecting for me is not hard. I love I love being on the phone, so it actually makes me feel so much better. Because it's one of those things like when you do the hard thing, it sucks right away, or like that getting over your you know your mental hurdle. But once you do, and you actually take action, and you start doing it, you feel so much better. It's like you go to the gym; it might not feel good while you're there. You're, like, in hot yoga for 90 minutes thinking you're going to literally die because it's so hot. <laughs> you leave. You feel amazing. You know? It's it's the same thing. CrossFit, whatever. It's painful when you're there. But when you leave, it's like, man, I'm so... You never were like, oh, I wish I hadn't worked out today. Mm-hmm. Man, that didn't do me any good. <laughs> <laughs> never happens. Same with whatever other big thing it is. Like, prospecting for me and my job and most jobs, I mean... If you prospect, it feels so much better. I'm like, okay, I did my main thing. Yeah, I went out and created business. But what happens is I give give myself five minutes, okay? You got five minutes. Just make some calls real quick. Well, if I'm being honest with myself, I can't even make one phone call in five minutes because I'm super chatty. (laughs) Right, Carly? Yeah. So an hour and a half, two hours later, I'm like, okay, well, I called 65 people, Mm -hmm. you know? I can't stop because you just... Once you start doing the thing, you're like, okay, this actually feels good, and I'm going to keep doing it. 80% of us are just going to keep doing the hard thing, and you're going to make some, some movement forward. It's just making the choice to start. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: get out your knife and fork and eat that frog. Woo. Good one, Carly. Yeah. All right. Get it,
0: guys. <laughs> Hey, you want to hang out with me more? You can find me at sarahnicolereilly.com. And if you need some more real in your life, check me out on Instagram and Facebook. Sarah Riley, Senior Mortgage Advisor, NMLS 1-8-0-0-0-7, Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289 is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information, rates and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. This show is brought to you by the Riley Home Team with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. For those of you who don't know, I run a successful mortgage business and have had the privilege of helping thousands of families finance their dream home. It is so crucial to have the right team assisting you, not only so you have a great experience, but more importantly, that you're making a sound investment that reaches your long term financial goals. We have become one of the top mortgage teams in the Northwest by providing the highest levels of knowledge, expertise, and service in the industry. I always say you only know what you know, and because we've done it all, we know a lot. If you want to talk to anybody about financing, I'm your woman. You can find out more about my mortgage business at RileyHomeTeam.com.